2: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
3: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. What was that?
0: Me, you guys. Oh, I, all right, I so get a moist mouth.
3: All night long, all I dream about is like the mountains in my hair. So I'm ready to do some business.
0: Welcome in. It is episode four hundred and eight of the Real Life Podcast. Uremchuk, Wanye, Bagged Milk, no Christopher Chalmers once again.
3: Wow, mm. color makes me shocked.
2: Really makes, makes you think. wonder. Yeah, I was sure he was going to be here for this one. I, sure I, I think there's only
3: one. There's only one explanation. Have you guys seen the movie Fire in the Sky? No, no. It's about a UFO that captures a couple driving down a rural American road and performs terrifying experiments on them in their ufo for days on end
2: it's a true story okay. all
3: right i think so with Chalmers we thinking- we're, looking at, we're looking at a fire in the sky scenario where i'm right. probably guessing he's been kidnapped by aliens
2: see and i wasn't up early enough to know if mrs chalmers was on the news this morning so this very well could be
3: well this is probably why they got him is they're trying our alien overlords are trying to replace our public figures with clones right mm-hmm. so aaron chalmers is key if you want to take over edmonton and if you kidnap her husband when they're driving down a rural road, replace her with a clone and don't replace him with a clone, it doesn't matter. And we're the only people that noticed.
2: That all makes sense to me. That tracks. Chalmers,
3: if you can hear us in the UFO.
2: Yes. send us on. some kind of signals Chalmers. Yeah.
0: Begged milk. Uh, and I talked about maybe a bit. We do since Chalmers may never come back. We don't know um, is to start auditioning new members of the podcast. So like bringing on people we kind of know or the podcast kind of knows and just having them sit in like it's a normal episode and they're just contributing. Like don't interview them or anything. They're just here to talk about what we're talking about. And we just right. do two months of that, of like a search for a new co-host.
4: But
3: they well, have we'll just to change break. their name to Chris Chalmers if they join the show. Yeah, kind of like oh, when Paul McCartney on. died.
2: Breaking, gentlemen. Oh, yes. Breaking. Breaking. Christopher Chalmers has just replied to the real life group chat saying, guys, I can't do it again today. I'll be there Thursday for sure as this house is getting to a spot where I don't have to be here every day. Sorry, guys.
3: Let's go. Back message, to him, Chalmers update. message him back. Are you in a UFO sex probe room? Y slash N A S L.
0: Let's uh, throw things back to August 18th, which was a Thursday when Chalmers said, this is the last week I'm at this place full time. I'll be back next week in full force. If
3: this is this what is full force into, looks uh, like.
2: You know that yeah, church Yeah, this is in turning Spain, into uh, Matt Damon on the Jimmy Kimmel show bit, you yeah. know, where he never has time for Matt Damon.
3: You know that cha- that church in uh, Spain, Sigardia Familia, it's been under construction for like a thousand years. I feel like that's mm-hmm. every Chalmers house is a Cigardia Familia that's been under construction since 1994. <laughs> I'm just about to leave this church, honey. I swear I'll be home by noon. 1300 years later.
2: Never to be seen again. Hmm? Well, maybe one day. Maybe one day. The sad Egg thing milk. is we pay him.
3: He's truly stealing <laughs> money from us every
0: month. Yes. I respect the hustle. It's we kind don't, of like his version of a one and done. It's
3: outrageous. He, he grifted us. He came yeah, on. He, he hit us with he some did. projects and some ongoing bits. He did none of them. What well, he got the bag and dipped. Now it's not a big bag, but it's still money.
2: No, oh, it's a slow drip. You know, it's like what they were planning on doing in that movie Office Space, where they just a little bit at a time for long periods of time.
3: When me and Jane and Chalmers bought a bar when we were twenty three, ill advised, by the way, if you're thinking mm-hmm. of financial planning. We were doing all the Renaults and it was like all our buddies, and we just kept day after day after day bringing in different crews of buddies to get drunk and help us do commercial grade renos, right? And Chalmers is a partner in the company. And one night he comes, he's like, I need you, Wanye, to take all the vents and scrub them. Like go around the, the floor, like the walls, and get all the vents and scrub them. I'm like, okay. And I'm in the kitchen dutifully scrubbing all these vents. Three hours later, a drunk Chris Chalmers wanders in and goes, Why are you scrubbing vents? I'm like, because you told me to. He's like, oh, yeah, I had to give you a job. You couldn't fuck up. (laughs) But you know what, Chris Chalmers? It's fucking, what is it, 16 years later? Now you're just straight grifting our podcast.
2: Unbelievable. Ah, That's pretty smart his life up.
3: What are you doing in your scrubbing vents? You fucking told me to do it. Oh, yeah, I didn't give you a job. You couldn't fuck up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah well th- you didn't fuck it up to be fair so well nailed it nailed there
3: out. was a lot of you chaos know. we i pulled down an overhead bulkhead with the crowbar not knowing that there was hvac inside of it and i like took a running leap at this thing and like dug the crowbar in and just hung from it and then traumas came around the corner as i like completely collapsed the hvac system and we had to fix it all another time i broke a water pipe in the wall and it was spraying water out everywhere hmm then i got to go clean vents
2: just living the dream vents need to be cleaned and somebody needs to do it and somebody needs to own it
3: then chalmers brought a contractor in to put paint on the roof and he accidentally lit the roof on fire and then i was coming back yeah i was coming back to the bar from home depot where i was buying vent cleaning supplies (laughs) and there was like two fire trucks in front of the bar and i was like holy fuck and i went inside to find the roof was completely scorched. And that was Chalmers guy that he called in his buddy. Burnt the roof down. The Damn whole near thing almost went up in flames. Hmm.
2: I wouldn't know what to do in such a situation. I would just look at it and be like, well,
3: I had a... Problem. I got all the firemen to agree to come to the grand opening, which I was convinced to be about two weeks later. And instead it was six months later.
0: <laughs> and then the NHL lockout happened shortly thereafter, right?
3: Yeah, it was a hit parade of awesomeness.
0: You didn't have Thank a lot God, of al- breaks go your way, hey? Thank
3: yeah, I all did. that Alcohol to drink.
2: Yeah, that didn't really go your way. The old ah, lockout. We had a good time. Well, we got liver that is that evil, the liver evil, must be punished. What's that? The liver is evil, must be punished. We learned that at yeah, that time. No,
0: no, we had a good time, good time. But the new mm-hmm. bar you've started has had breaks go its way. Because you guys, that thing is, when I come, I'll come into work, on a Tuesday at noon, because I obviously don't show up to work before noon, and
3: the place was really bumping go on, on a grind. Tuesday. It's bizarre, hey? It's an optical it, illusion, though. It's because it's so small, the dog patch, right? Have you ever tried holds... to go get...
2: Tyler, have you ever tried to get brunch on a Saturday or Sunday at dog patch? Once, yes.
3: It was very busy.
2: Impossible. I took my lunch and I ate it at Nation HQ. That's what I did. I couldn't find a place to sit.
3: Hmm. If, like, 45 people show up, if, like, Eight tables and one group show up. We are full to the brim.
2: Hmm. Yeah. The real well, problem I, mean- I have with the building is not dog patch or the size of dog patch, but actually bread and butter. I actually now Wanya, yeah, have resorted to walking into an other door outside of bread and butter because I am crushing, crushing those pizza rolls that they have down they're there. So good, Carl, they're good. It's a big
0: problem. It's a big problem. The amount of times I'll be like leaving my house to go into work and i am be like, Oh, I didn't pack lunch today or anything. What am I going to eat? And then halfway through my drive, I'll just be like pizza roll. I probably have like three a, They're oh, delicious. At least three a week. Microwave them for 30 seconds. Oh,
2: forget Come about on. it. Come on. It's good living. It's nice
3: three that living. you can have meetings downstairs and dog patch and not have to bring people necessarily up into the office. Yeah. Cause there's like, A social element to meeting somebody at Little Brick. That was always helpful, right? Like if you had a meeting at Little Brick, where you could have it in a cafe environment, that's a lot less stressful than meeting in like a boardroom or some shit. Mm -hmm. And the fact you can just be like, oh, meet me downstairs. We have a liquor dispensing station. That's very helpful. You
2: get a nice bowl of soup as well. Come on. Who
3: wouldn't like a nice bowl of soup?
2: Everybody loves a nice bowl of soup and a flight of, uh, what are those called? Mimosas. I hit him with yeah. You hit
3: yeah, him with a Bellini flight, a bowl of soup, and then at the end is when you slip in whatever it is you're trying to trick
2: him into. Yeah, that's when you send him the ask, the assumptive close, Tyler. Hmm. These bread bowls ain't free, bitch.
0: <laughs> Someone's got to pay for them.
2: I would um, need you to
3: sell me fifty thousand paper clips at below wholesale price.
0: <laughs> A business question for you. Have those two entities, have, they, have things gone like relatively smoothly since opening? Have they like outperformed your expectations? Like, what's it been like?
3: Well, so we, op- we were supposed to open in May of 2020. Mm-hmm. And instead, we opened, we just celebrated our first anniversary. Yeah. So, what was that, September 2021? So, that gap in time was extremely expensive. Because it was like, oh, you want to open up dog pads? Sure. Uh, All restaurants are illegal. Oh, like there isn't a restaurant concept you could open that would have succeeded because you couldn't have indoor dining, right? Mm -hmm. So since they opened, there was still some shutdown stuff. Like we opened, there were still restrictions. There was still all sorts of crazy shit, right? So it wasn't exactly off to a roaring success. But like as it's gone through the year, especially this summer with the weather having been so beautiful, Riverdale's on fire. Figuratively, on fire. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Not literally. Although I should say that my street was on fire this morning because one of the houses on under construction caught fire. Oh. So oh, I that's... came out this morning and was like, "Huh." I do believe the next level of the apocalypse has begun. Was it like super out smoky? There, were you the... house sitting? No. What's that? Was it like super it was smoky house outside? <laughs> I yeah, don't know yeah. how it's sitting. All right. Yeah, super smoky. All
0: right. Um, we're going to do something here that we've been, uh, we're now committed to doing once every week. It's every Monday. We start the show by opening up the bag and reading what kind of reviews we've gotten over the last seven days. Oh, um, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I do see a lot in here about uh, or from for Oilers Nation Radio, Bag Milk. So we'll have lots to cover when we get that pod later in the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first one comes in from Cautious Tooth sixty nine. Ooh! Oh, nice. Somehow that makes sense. Uh, the title is Tyler has a gun to my head and is making me review. Help! Right. Gave us five stars though, so that oh. worked.
2: Nice great job pod- with the gun to the head,
0: Tyler. <laughs> yeah, great podcast for Oilers fans. Kyler Hamchunk and the boys combine humor with hockey talk while somehow remaining very well spoken on other topics. This makes for a truly entertaining combo that helps fill the gap until hockey season. It's a good review. It a very nice review. Kyler Hamchunk. hmm uh, this one comes in from the rookie who said, Spectacular nonsense making love to my
2: earballs.
3: Uh, oh, earballs or ear oh, holes, you sick pervert.
2: That's so descriptive.
3: Five stars, though. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Um, I still love the show. Even <laughs> we were though... making love to his ears. Mm-hmm. I still love the show, even though I lost out prizing to the guy who endorsed the unconsensual fingering of your M-Chuck. That was not comfortable reading for me. Okay. Tyler secretly wishes Jay was his dad and Wanya was his daddy. Chalmers is easily at his best when he doesn't show bagged milk is golden. Who doesn't love a good BM from the rookie?
2: That is funny. Give him a prize.
0: Well, we got a few more here to choose from. Okay. Uh, this one comes in from J seven, one, seven, seven. Gave us five stars with the title, Liam. Ah. And the review says more Liam
2: yeah yeah
3: is this 100%. liam or is this the banana industry speaking jesus h
0: yeah big banana wants more liam a grand total of three words on that review <laughs> uh this one came in six days ago uh nation real life from ski bum twelve thirty or one two three zero depending on how you read it uh we actually read this one on onr but anyways uh it says real life not onr if you're looking for good hockey content this is not the podcast for you
3: Fair criticism.
0: Yeah. Yep. If you're anything like me, listening to some of Jay's rants about the Oilers drives me to the point of cutting off my ears in brackets. (laughs) Dad is part of the solution. In spite of that, I really like this podcast. (laughs)
2: in spite of all the times it sucks i like it
0: (laughs) the core three of jay tyler and bag milk is good but appearances by wanye and chalmers really make the show five-star quality
3: appearances you piece of shit i've probably (laughs) done 85 percent of these shows we're on episode like 412 for heaven's sakes i've probably done 380 of these things
2: you're being lumped in Uh, with chalmers you are chalmers Appearances.
0: Uh, <laughs> go they on. go on. They go on to say, "I wish they both attended more." <laughs> All the nonsense and real life talk is great, and for the most part, Oilers talk is decent, except when Jay speaks. Great podcast. Bring back Wayne. I'm assuming that meant Wanye
3: or Wayne. Bring back Wayne. What the fuck. The first year of this show was me in Mexico <laughs> doing this podcast with Stredwick and Gregor. Do you even fucking remember the backstory? <laughs> appearances by.
0: That's Ugh. good. That's good stuff.
2: Um that
3: so the ones that we... gets the old blood boil in the old reviews. Thanks <laughs> uh, everybody.
2: Nation real life featuring Wanye. Yes. Yeah. Featuring Wanye. Um so we
0: have these ones to choose from. The most recent one which took a bunch of shots at Wanye, the one that just said more Liam, uh the yeah. one about earballs and I wish Jay was my dad. Um, from the rookie or the first one I read, which was Tyler has a gun to my head and is making me review help. What do we think? Who gets you I
3: like the guy who said I was uh, lazy and never came on the show. To be honest, he struck a few chords. I'd like him to win the prize.
2: I, uh, I'm just going to vote
0: for more Liam. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to make me choose, hey? Uh,
3: Supreme Court yeah. is split. Yeah.
0: You know, I do like the reviews that put in a good amount of effort, so I'm going to say the uh, the one about uh, wanye and Chalmers not showing up enough. Um, it criticized us a little bit in a weird way, but then came back to say that they love us in spite of that. So, you know, I'm we get want to prove
3: we're glad to hear your mm-hmm. baseless criticism based yeah. on nothing.
0: Ski bum 1230. Uh, if you want, email me tyler at oilersnation.com and say I'm the real life review winner, and I will get you some oodle noodle sent in your direction and an oodle noodle GC. So, shout out to our friends at oodle noodle. Also, shout out to our friends at DoorDash Ding Dong. Promo code REALFDV gets you 25% off and no delivery fees. Shout out to Ski Bum 1230, who is scoring himself an Oodle Noodle gift card for leaving us a review. Email me, Tyler. At and when you're sitting there eating
3: your free Oodle Noodle, Ski Bum 69, say, Well, I wonder who the owners of Oodle Noodle are. Boonie again, the lazy guy, you asshole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um over the last week we've been given nothing mm. but four and five star reviews for the entire nice. podcast network except for a single one-star review for should i say the podcast that got us our one-star review yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah drop in the gloves our
2: most oh. successful podcast ah oh, john scott we knew it oh that takes son of a bitch <laughs> Because you don't know your Oilers, John Scott. (laughs) A man so popular, he was written
3: into the all-star game, deserves a one-star review.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we're outperforming them, but only in terms of number of five-star reviews attained this week. Either way, I think we take that. I think that's solid.
3: Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, thank you, first of all, Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. take the time to review it, Thank you. Second of all, feel free to say whatever you want about us. At this point, we've got you by the short and curlies. If you're taking the trouble to review us, it really doesn't matter what you say, because that means you listen.
0: Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and uh, you could be featured on the next episode of the show. And if I can ever find out a way to read reviews from not Apple Podcasts, I'll get around to that, but I'm not sure if that exists.
2: So there you
3: go. I got a review for you. Yam Yamchunk,
2: what was it? Yeah, it was Ke- uh, Ke- Keller Yamchuk.
0: Is that a Yamchuk. better late than never bit?
2: Uh, Yeah, I call you all kinds of different names on better late than never. I do. You are my favorite special boy, but I do call you all kinds of names. Well, and also you didn't ask me anything the
0: other day on. Uh, you didn't ask me anything on Instagram and you like took a shot at me about how Rick's better than me at everything.
2: What? Yeah, except kissing me, of which case you are elite. Oh, my God. Has Rick
3: been at the All-Star game asking Connor questions? Don't no Rick.
0: Well, I mean, he's been sort of, I guess,
3: maybe. I don't know. He's asked Connor all the Your defense, Tyler. What was going on?
0: <laughs> uh, got the reviews done. Oh, need to give some love to our title sponsor, the HGA Group. I forgot to do that off the jump. Here to make your business better. Check out the HGA Group. Um, man, Bag Milk. Did you watch any of that baseball this weekend?
2: Yeah, and it was all awful.
3: Terrible. You Blue Jays fans, every fucking year you start out, and you're like, oh, my God, this is the year we signed Google do to Twelve trillion dollars he's the best right center fielder tight end you've ever heard of. And then you get to this point of the year and I'm like, <laughs> not paying attention. I'm like, how are the Jays doing? You're all suicidal because you never see the shit coming yet. All you eat is shit.
2: It's the worst for me, actually, Wanya, because this year, at the beginning of the year, I said to the boys at BJN, at Blue Jays Nation, I said, I'm going to be a Jays guy this year. I'm getting into it. I'm jumping in. I went and I bought two or three hats, I bought a couple of jerseys. I'm in. The excitement was real. And Correct me if I'm wrong here, Tyler, but I found the Jays so far watching, I'd say probably about 85% of the games this year. They're incredibly inconsistent. Some games, they'll look on fire. They're just dummy in balls. And then other games, they just can't hit anything. It's very confusing to watch. They
0: were like one for 25 with runners in scoring position against the Angels. It was awful. And I do like that you've said you've consumed about 85% of the games because I'm in the same boat as you like. I watch pretty much every game. Um, Do you find yourself like emotionally invested in them, though? Like,
2: are you mad when? Yeah, they I was getting angry the other day. Like, there, there was just—I don't know how many guys in scoring position the Jays had over that series against the Angels where they just couldn't do anything, mm-hmm. or just like they would get a guy on base, say first batter up, no outs, walk, hit doesn't matter. They would get somebody on base. And you're like, all right, we're gonna start a little something here. We're gonna get going, and then just nothing. And then things that you point out to me during via text, I tend to remember with... I tend to remember maybe more than other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Just because it's you that send it to me. So now every time Matt Chapman has two strikes, as an example, I fucking laugh because I know he's going to strike out and he tends to do it most of the time. Yeah. So it's been a big season of learning for me this year, Tyler.
0: Yeah, they're a really frustrating team, like especially because the last few seasons, there were no expectations on them. Um, like yeah. they basically went into those years like, hey, they're going to be junk. They're rebuilding. It's all good. Last year is like, oh, maybe they surprised us, but who knows? And this was finally like the first year out of the rebuild, kind of like the Jays or the Oilers coming out of the 2017 season when they made the playoffs. Like the Jays were coming into the season. I was like, all right, this is a young team stepping into like contender mode. And to see them just be so disinterested at some points is wildly, wildly frustrating. It's it's what? very, very annoying to watch.
2: Though on the bright side, Tyler, were you with me like on Saturday? Shohei Otani, Wanye, Shohei Otani is a fucking freak in this league. The guy is a starting pitcher that also plays outfield when he's not pitching. Yeah, the yeah. the guy's just an absolute freak. So yeah, I will yeah. say though, on Saturday, I really enjoyed the pitching matchup between Manoa yeah. and Otani.
3: That is a very strange, strange beast. He's a freak. He is,
2: and I—I I don't. Tyler, why would you like? Is it because he plays for the Angels that he's not more of a—he's not a bigger celebrity than he is? Like, I feel like if you played for the Yankees or something, everybody would know everything about him. He's a new yeah. Babe
0: Ruth. He is. He. he I mean, he would be the new Babe Ruth if he played on the Yankees, right? In the sense that I think the media coverage would be greater. I think just because that team's not good, right? Like if they had made a couple of runs through the postseason here and gotten a bunch of games on national TV, it'd be different. Like baseball fans and like diehard sports fans obviously know a lot about Shohei Otani, but for what he's doing and the unicorn he is to that sport, I'm really surprised that there isn't more fanfare about this guy. Cause he's just The Angels'
3: best season was that year they had the movie Angels in the outfield, right? That Mm, was the best season they ever had.
2: Yep. Uh, their with, owners for uh, Lloyd, I believe, wasn't he? In that?
0: Their owner is more or less like getting pushed to sell the team if you read the tea leaves because it's just they're helpless. Like they'll never be, he'll, he, the owner specifically will never be able to get out of his own way. Um, so who is he? What is he on.
3: doing? Tell me the story. His name's Art
0: Mourinho, and he's kind of just known as like super hands on, um, very like, hey, we're spending 350 million. And then if his GM is like, We're spending it on pitching. He's like, absolutely not. Like, you're going to get this superstar for me. And like, it's basically he's hands on. He's always in the mix with shit. He's kind of young or old. He's old. Has he been doing it a long time? Yeah, he's on the team for a bit here. What's his age? Art Mourinho, American. has, Has
2: Mike Trout ever made the playoffs? Uh, he,
0: I think he was swept one year or they made the wild card game one year or something like that. But Art Marino, uh, he bought the team in 03, purchased them from the Walt Disney Company. He's 76 years old and he's going to sell the team now, which is good.
3: It's amazing that back in the day, Peter Pocklington was the owner GM of the Oilers. Hey? Right. Yeah. And say there's the coach and he's like, I'll be GM. Like, what the fuck? Kind of like crazy.
0: Jerry Jones, right? Yeah. Uh, To have the
3: like to have the like brass to think that you have what it takes to be an NHL GM when because you're good at business and bought a team when there's mm -hmm. people who work their entire lives in the sport to be qualified to be the GM, like Mm -hmm. be smart enough to hire an expert. I think that's
0: good advice for a lot of things in life right now. I need to put a railing or like a banister. banister Um. And I thought maybe I could do it by myself. So I went and I bought all the things that I needed. And I quickly learned that I could not do that myself. It is, it seems like quite the task. And I'm not much of a handyman at all. So I'm hiring someone who's an expert to do it for me. Um, Is it Chris Chalmers? No, it's not Chris Chalmers. I can't get him to show up to the damn podcast. What makes you think Ah, I'm going to be able to get him to my house for like a day and a half of work?
3: I had That's a buddy true. who was supposed to come put a new deck on Wanye Manor, the majestic mm-hmm. deck of majestic Wanye Manor. And he came in February and like looked at everything and he's like, okay, I get it. And I'm like, are you going to be able to do this when the snow melts? Yeah. It'll be my first job of the summer. He still has not started my
2: deck. Cool. How many years are we talking? Like, How many years we wait on this deck?
3: Well, we're seven mm-hmm. months in and this yeah. is my boy. He's not gonna be, it's not a Chris Chalmers diddle. This is a guy who's very dedicated and he's like, the whole construction industry is fucked, man. Yeah. I think that's what I can't get people to work.
2: Can't get materials all of the above.
3: All of the above. All his projects are delayed. He's supposed to have an eight man crew. He has a three man crew. All his Mm. subs are fucking off. Mm. He doesn't actually build decks for a living. This is the other problem. (laughs) I'm just like, can you build my deck? He's like, that's <laughs> not what I do. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like you can send a guy over to do it. He's like, yeah, I will. And then we haven't got to that point. I think this is what Chalmers is dealing with. Is this fucker? Yeah. So that I think has he has to do a lot more of the work himself than he normally does. Oh. Uh, Chalmers uh, his-
2: getting back to his roots.
0: Bag milk. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm no longer in uh, the part of my house that has the roof is ceiling and ceiling is the floor is ceiling and ceiling is floor. Um, I did
2: notice that I was actually going to ask you if you set up your little studio there. Cause behind your light is some... just
3: golden. You look great. Yeah, Yeah. You so got I...
2: a really nice, you got a, do you got a, what a ring light there?
3: Uh, so this is
0: the big light um, that I bought when I was in Montreal or that Frank made me buy when I was in Montreal um, that Jay is in love with. He thinks it's the best light in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then behind me on the floor, actually, I have like that blue light shooting up. So the walls kind of like lit oh, up blue. That's what that is. Um, and I'm trying to think of which, uh, how I best want to design the area behind me. Um, yeah. I'm very torn. Get on it's neon, buddy. So, uh, that
3: says, Tyler Ham chunk is the tits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking like there's a couple cool ways to go about it. Like, cause when I'm sitting in this spot, I think I'm going to be mainly doing like daily face off stuff. So could I get like a big neon daily face off custom logo and how much cool. does that cost me? And then when I'm on the other side of the room, which is going to be, I think my Oilers nation stu- studio, I would love to just get maybe the Oilers nation logo, but I also think it'd be sweet to have like Oilers nation, just kind of like handwritten and have that like sitting on top of me while I, while I do shit.
2: That might be cool. You should get an artist to come in and paint it on the wall directly with airbrush.
0: Get a mural behind me, like painted of all the nation folk.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just be like when we were at the Playmaker office, just put all the logos up there. Bunch That's cool they do
3: that, eh?
2: Yeah, it is cool. It is really cool.
0: It was nice seeing the Oilers Nation logo there. It made me feel like i was I'm so part proud. of something.
3: Yeah. I drew that bitch in 2007. And to see that logo on their wall, like, what up, hoes? Yeah. That's how I talk to the acquiring company. I say, what up, hoes? <laughs> uh, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know who I
0: was thinking we should get on the pod right away, just as we crawl our way to the beginning of the regular season and uh, just keep filling episodes? What about Jordan Ryder? Jordan Buhat. Well, we had Jordan
2: Buhat. He was great. Isn't he just he a sensational great. dude? He um, I saw did the workout one. video on Instagram shortly after we interviewed him. It made me very tired. My favorite thing about
0: him is 110,000 followers on Instagram. You know, majority of his following, it's fair to assume, would be people who know him as an actor or like a cross guy. Fitness.
3: People love yeah. that.
0: But then he'll go do and ask me anything and there'll be questions like, uh, do you think the Oilers can win the cup? And he's like, oh, I'm answering that. And then he'll be like, <laughs> someone asked him top five Oilers goalies. So he went and listed his favorite, top five favorite Oilers goalies of all time. And I always think of like, you know, some 14 year old girl from like Sacramento who loves the show Grownish and is like, <laughs> oh, I follow Jordan Buhat on Instagram. I love him. And then is like, oh, Jordan's live. Oh, yeah. And well, then you did put Rolly
3: on your top five, Buhut? <laughs> right. This girl's
0: like, what do you mean, Devin Dubnick fifth on your list? You're insane. <laughs> like no clue who these people are. It's so good. I love that.
2: Yeah. Who, who are you thinking? Who's coming? Who are we talking to?
0: Uh, I would say, what about Ryder? We've talked with Ryder in a while.
2: I got to get him on. I've been talking to him for a long time about coming on my podcast. Cause I want to do a, a feature with people where I, I just, we have a couple of beers and just bullshit. Mm. That's cool. So I've been trying to match up with him for a while, but he'd be great. Yeah. He loves did you. The, see uh, When he dressed up yeah. as the
3: NW guy. Oh, nailed it. God, was that funny? He nailed it. That is so funny that he did that to me. And then had Lisa come out dressed as a burger.
2: He made. they make good content over there. Great I content.
3: They, very rarely as like radio hosts are you able to let a personality shine through, especially when you're doing music, right? Cause you're just basically thrown at the songs all the time, but well, they do a really good job.
2: Yeah, they do. Or it's like, there's a lot of like the, Hey, you know, like that kind of stuff on those stations where it's like now coming up, Jason Mraz, I'm your, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they do really good content. Their bits are good.
3: They are good. There's yeah, some noise what's happening what's in my house right now. So, no, we don't want Ryder on here to show us up with his professional skills.
2: Who else you got on that list, Tyler? Is he Laddie Schmieds coaching
3: for the Oil Kings now? I want to get Laddie back on the show, actually. I think let's get him good. back. Yeah, mad. let's do it.
2: Because I'd also like to ask him just about, uh, you know, being at the World Juniors and what it was like watching some hockey in Edmonton in the middle of the summer. He had, a, he had a lot of good tweets going out during the World Juniors. Can you guys hear that noise in the background of... Yeah.
0: My area? No. 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 Okay. There's something going on here and I can't figure it out.
2: Just apply one oh of my those God, nice little think? filters that calms out that noise. I do have you one think you on. You bought
3: here. a house where someone's living in the wall?
2: Oh, you got a mouse infestation?
3: Oh, a wall liver. So there
0: is this, I don't know if it's the same mouse, but like once every like seven to 10 days, I'll see just across my deck run from like the little bush area underneath my deck, this mouse. And I can't tell if it's an issue for sure yet. I've set some traps, haven't caught them, laid out some poison, but I'm still seeing the mouse. I I don't know if poison's the humane way to do it either way. I've been doing it.
3: Get a shotgun and wait there with a bottle of bourbon.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's the humane way to do it.
0: But Mm There's now this neighborhood cat who I've become Amber and I've become comfortable with, I guess. So he keeps like roaming into our yard. And I think he may have taken care of the mouse because I haven't now seen the mouse in like a handful of days. And this Uh, cat is in our yard. Like, I'm not even kidding. Every second morning we get woken up because we sleep with the bedroom window open. We get woken up by this cat sitting outside of our window
3: meowing at us. Oh, my God. I hate cats. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I kind of like like cats. He's cute.
2: I I like cats too. I've got no qualms with cats, but like you need to feed that cat now. He's expecting you to feed a dog will jump
3: through a plate glass window. If you're on fire to bring someone to save you. If you die with a cat in the house, it will eat your fucking eyeballs.
2: it will be like, "Mm, it's cooked. Why would you want
3: an eyeball eating predator in your house of your own free will?
0: There's been a few times where like Amber and I will be sitting outside on our patio and the cat will come over. And like he's not scared. Like he comes and like crawls on you and like sits on your lap. He's a very friendly neighborhood cat. I don't know his name. He has no collar. I don't know if he has an owner. Should I take maybe him? Maybe it's not a real him?
3: cat. Maybe you're
0: hallucinating. Maybe it's a government robot. Yeah, the no, maybe it's just a cat on you. You better
3: in check your mind. Like my imaginary roommate, Mr. Green Jeans.
2: You better check that cat for batteries. Could be a spy rig for sure.
3: If nobody maybe. else sees the cat, there's a reason.
2: Mm-hmm. You think it could be a beautiful mind type situation. I have pictures of it though.
3: Imagine you're sitting there petting the cat and you look at Amber and you're like, isn't this a great cat? And she's like, what cat? <laughs> and you're like the cat on my lap. I'm petting. And she's like, Tyler, you're scaring me. There's no yeah. cat on your lap.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then you realize that Amber isn't real either.
2: Now he's looking for pictures that don't exist of this fictional yeah. cat. He's
3: like, the oh cat shit. Exists.
2: Google for...
3: just sent us a screenshot of the first cat. <laughs> yeah.
2: oh. oh, black cat. Never seen one of those before. Google there.
0: There's yeah. proof. There's a person with cat.
2: Yeah. They definitely don't make cats like that anywhere else. No. All right. Well,
3: that's that's what's going what on. I will
2: say, mice. though, is unless the cat ate the mouse under your deck, you definitely have more mice under that deck.
3: Oh, yeah. Big time. Take there it from was... a man who lived with 20 odd mice in the pandemic. So there was one day where
0: my shower is in the basement. I'm downstairs in the basement. Get out of the shower. Look at the window. Well, in like the laundry room area. And there were three little mice all jumping up, like looking in. What through the glass. fuck? Yeah, I might actually have a mouse problem. I'm coming to grips yeah. with this right now. So <laughs> yeah. you know, They were in the window. Well, like pawing at the window and shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. no, that sucks. Anyways, I went on vacation the next day. I just figured it'd take care of itself. Came back one mouse carcass in the window well. The other two. That's your point.
2: That's the boy. The cat took care of the other two and he left or, one for the. Or
0: the other two like made it out maybe. And like this little guy, because they were just babies, was like too small to make it out and just died there. I don't or know. the
2: cat,
3: or that mouse ate the other two mice and then died when there was no more mice left to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you want me to send Frank over there? He's adept at catching rodents. I would love to have Frank over. He is. Yeah. His, uh, his first, one of his first kills was a mouse. Wow. Yeah. He thought it was a toy, Tyler. He wanted to play with it, but unfortunately he shook it to death. One time I saw a mouse just fall from the sky into my
0: backyard. That can't be possible. Yeah, it I was, don't think w- that happened. It was back when I was living with my parents and I was just like sitting out there on their deck <laughs> and overlooking the grass, doing whatever. It was like a random summer day. I was like 14 <laughs> or 15. And, and a mouse
2: fell from the sky.
0: Yeah. And I think like a no. fucking bird dropped it. <laughs> no, no no
3: no no (laughs) i i doesn't rain mice it doesn't rain mice i
0: know what i saw though
3: if i knew for a fact that mice fall out of the sky i'll never be able to go outside
0: it was insane like i was literally just sitting there and it was just kind of like what was that like out of the corner of my eye and like i saw something like fall and then i went over and there was just like a dead mouse like
2: meh That'll happen. I, I saw a mouse fall from the sky. Is uh, going to be a hell of a title from this ep- for this episode, Tyler.
0: A very minor part of the episode, but I just that's something that I saw once. I don't know. It's like a shooting star, right? Like you see it and then it's gone, and the moment's <laughs> evaporated. Uh-huh. The mouse. Like, You're driving you have,
3: on a rural road, and suddenly there's a UFO hovering above of you, and they want to bring you into their ship to do their experiments.
0: Yeah. It all it all comes back to Chalmers. you, said you wrote being at the abducted.
3: acreage. Fire in the sky! You watch that movie and tell me you're not shook. I dare you.
2: I don't think I could. I do want to watch it.
3: Aliens are kidnapping people left and right. You ram check.
2: Mm.
3: I'm surprised nobody on this podcast hasn't been kidnapped during this podcast. The incidents are so high.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, oh, we're, we're gonna. gonna... Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Chalmers, your take. This is why I think it'd be good to have a rotating person who's auditioning for the role of Chris Chalmers on the pod.
3: Just have an extra fresh I voice on the pod. the podcast, us three. Fuck it. There's a lot of vibes in this room.
2: I think that we should just have a fourth on, on a day we know that Chalmers is actually going to be in attendance of the podcast. And then he'll be like, who the fuck's this guy? I'll be like, oh, well, we replaced you. And then that'll just be a bit we never tell him about because you know he's not listening to any of these episodes anyway. No, not at all.
3: No, 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 no. He He doesn't doesn't even listen to himself
2: when he's talking for
0: heaven's sakes. Yeah. He's not, he's not checking his socials. So like, there's no way people,
2: even if people were like, Hey, they replaced you. He'd never know. He yelled at me at the golf tournament on Friday about or two Fridays ago now about how he was going to be back on the podcast. And I have yet to see him on an episode since he yelled at me at the golf tournament.
0: Yeah. All right. We got to give some love to our friends at Montana's hashtag get Montana's messy with all you can eat rib fest on now until September 12th. That means you're slowly running out of days and weeks to go get some all you can eat ribs. They have four signature sauces. I've tried them multiple times. They're fantastic.
2: Is it really all you can eat? Yeah, man. Yep. That's why we were powering back ribs. Like there's no tomorrow. I
0: don't know if they do this for
2: everyone, but they uh, let us take a bunch
0: of them home as leftovers too.
2: (laughs) rack after rack for real. Mm -hmm. They are legit. Mm-hmm. I, haven't had a, I haven't had ribs in quite some time. And now that I've had ribs, you know, semi frequently of late, man, that's good living.
3: If By I was ever way, I forced just... to eat a human being at gunpoint, I think I'd have the ribs because well, i think yeah, be yeah, you like, yeah, kind of like an somewhere. animal and I could get. Through. Don't <laughs> say me. shit like that.
0: Why? Yeah, it's my that's truth. disgusting. It's you have a problem truth. with me saying a mouse, mouse spell from the sky, and yet you're
2: going to sit here and talk about like that?
3: You don't I'm have a plan run. for being forced to be a cannibal to get out of a situation?
2: Yeah, Tyler, I'm just going straight to the cheeks. I've been watching a lot of Alone, and I know that they need fat in the wild to be able to survive, so I'm going right for the cheeks. I'm Is cheeks fat all up. fat? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Depends what kind of cheeks you got. I guess how many squats you do. Yeah.
3: I mean, if you're looking for a... Anyways, you're MJ, if we you don't want to talk about cannibalism, I don't even know what the reviews are going to be about next week. Certainly not cannibalism. <laughs>
0: All right, you know you know what we're going to do to transition off this topic? We're going to pause for an ad. Hmm.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you.
4: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Uh, We're getting to that point in the summer. What,
2: cannibalism talk?
3: God, (laughs) we said none after the ad break. None. There's literally nothing has happened in the Oilers world for the last 72 hours.
0: Philip Broberg went to an Edmonton Elks game.
3: I feel uh, bad for the Elks sucking as bad as they do because I feel like Victor Quee's doing a really good job. Yeah. And I feel like the how organization. How bad are they? I don't know anything about them. Oh, buddy. They haven't won a game at home since they were named Elks. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was 12 years ago.
2: Tyler, they are fifth in the West. How, now, my question for you is how many teams are in the West?
3: 12.
0: No, not 12. Um, 14 heading into their last game against the red blacks, there was like vague optimism that maybe they could sneak in into what they'd call a crossover spot. Um, But I don't even think that's possible anymore. Um, They're three and eight on the season. They're dead last in the West. The only team worse than them in the entire league is the Ottawa red blacks. Um, I guess the tie cats are three and eight as well.
3: Um, it's
0: an insane. The
3: though, shit. The whole thing is just, is it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, man. There was photos on Twitter. It looked like there was like, I'm exaggerating one person per row on average of the lower dirt. Anyways, nobody was there.
0: And so for me, like I check all the boxes of someone who like should be a CFL fan. I love all kinds of sports. I do enjoy football. I like drinking. I like being outside. I like gambling. Canadian football league should be right up my alley. And for whatever reason, I, and it, I, I, was, I followed it more pre-pandemic. Maybe part of that was my job, but I followed it more pre-pandemic. I just have not gotten back into it at all. And I don't even know, like heading into every season, this season as well, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to get out to a couple of games. Like, they're always a good time when I go, but then it's just never a priority. And there's a part of me that thinks the reason it's not working is because the Oilers were so damn good this year went so deep. Everyone, sports fans were hooked on that. And when it gets to the summer, you're almost just kind of sportsed out. You're like, eh, I'm not going to go sit and spend another hundred bucks to get beers and transportation and tickets to an Elks game. Like, I'm going to go to the lake. I'm going to go do something else. Like, you're just filling your days with things that aren't sports because you did sports all winter.
2: I had also, it's interesting you said that because I had also planned on going to Elks games this summer. But for me, like, it's one of those things where... I never know when they are. So I'll be like, I'm going to go to an Elks game this weekend. They're like, oh, it was on Friday. I was like, oh, well, it's Saturday now. Well, I guess I'm not going this weekend. I've so been super busy
3: all summer attending Paris Hilton raves in the metaverse. Oh, yeah, you got so it. I just don't are have you... a moment to spare to go to Elks games. I'm sorry.
0: See, and I can't tell if you're kidding.
3: Paris Hilton metaverse raves. Those are real. Mm-hmm. And you're attending? Paris Hilton has declared she's the number one DJ in the metaverse and the queen of the metaverse. And I would defy you to find a bigger girl DJ in the metaverse than Paris Hilton.
2: Have you watched any of the Zuckerberg interview yet, Wanya?
3: <sighs> you ready for this? Go ahead. It, I love Joe Rogan. He's White Man's Oprah, right? I love him. But it's hard for me to watch Spotify because it's not on my TV, whereas YouTube yes. clips. Or yes. on the TV. And that doesn't yes. even make any sense. And you would say, Wanye, Zuckerberg doesn't sit down for interviews ever. And you went three hours with Joe Rogan. What are you wow. talking about? I'm mm-hmm. like, I know. I know. Bag did you watch
2: it? I didn't watch it for the exact same reason before back in the day, you would just go to Joe Rogan's YouTube page and you just flip it up on the TV and you just watch it like a TV show. But now like I can find it on Spotify. Like that's not a problem, but the convenience of it is a problem for me. Well, then it's on my phone.
3: Yeah. And like, I have it only on my phone, Spotify apps, then Zuckerberg and Rogan are being tiny little heads. Like we are right now on my phone that I'm recording the pod on. I don't, I will get to it. I'm, I'm amazed that of, Zach did that.
2: I am too. I was actually amazed too. One of the clips that I did watch, I was interested in his candor where he basically just said every single morning is the worst morning ever. It's like a gut punch because of the information that floods his inbox. every is that single what he morning. Said? Yeah. He said every single morning is like a gut punch. And then he has to fuck off and go like surfing or something for an hour or two to reset his brain after reading his morning emails.
3: I believe it, man. I stuff. believe it 100%. <laughs>
2: That's messed up. The shit that guy knows. Oh, he knows the worst of us. Like
3: just the well, other was day, was interesting. I reading. Another guy clip was who I watched.
2: Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Another clip that I watched that I think that you would find interesting too is just how he talked about like, well, first of all, every morning is awful. And secondly, it's something you and I have talked about a bunch of times where he's like, listen, if you remember, the goal of this was to write a platform to connect people. Not to be the, like an arbitrator of what is right and wrong and good and false and true and whatever. I just found some of his answers in the short. I'm going to say of the three hours I've probably watched about 30 minutes so far in aggregate in these clips. I just thought he was very, I just thought he was very forthcoming and I was surprised by it.
3: Zuckerberg It has the um, gravitas and life of a world leader who's unelected, right? I don't really think that you can look, you can't look to people in the business world for people who have a life like Zuckerberg. He has, he's named in one in three American divorces, right? Mm-hmm. Facebook, not Zuckerberg. And so he ro- rolls with like a presidential security team, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody hates him, mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know how bad it is when you get like three bad reviews of your podcast. One guy says you're super lazy and never come on your own podcast. Zuckerberg invented fucking Facebook. (laughs) Think about how much people hate on him on his own shit. Hmm.
2: Also, an interesting note that I thought is, uh, took a minor shot at Elon in the interview. Did he? Go on, go on. He said, uh, he appreciates that he's working, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, he appreciates that he's working on Neuralink, but he's like, nobody wants a chip in their brain, especially not in the 10 to 15 years.
3: He's wrong. Sorry, Zach.
2: Nobody yeah, wants so to just, be in
3: your metaverse, bro. That's the
2: response. I'm so I was just a little bit surprised. That I took a, a minor, not a major, but a minor shot at Elon.
3: Well, Elon shot on Zuck about AI, right?
2: Oh, did he say his AI sucks or something?
3: No, he's just like Zuckerberg goes, AI is not a threat to humanity. And Elon goes, it's nice that Mark thinks that, but he has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah.
2: I like when billionaires argue.
3: I think that, like, is Zuckerberg an engineering genius, you think?
2: I, do, I don't know enough about programming languages to have any idea whether or not or how good or not he is.
3: I think, think he's a master delegator. Is that what, what is his genius, do you think? Or is he not a genius? He's just a rich guy.
2: What do you think? I think he's a master delegator and he had a vision where he had the people, the, the knowledge and the ability to get the people to exerce, like, to execute his vision. And I think he delegates everything properly to make sure that what he wants comes out.
3: Is that what you're the gist you're getting from the show is that he delegates everything?
2: Well, I mean, there was a bunch of like again, I only watched in 30 minutes of a three-hour interview, but like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's delegated, but there's a lot of it that makes sense too, right? It's just like as an example, he's talking about content: what is false and what's not con, uh, what's not fake news on Facebook, and he's like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? We have like a third-party, you know, board that they handle that. Of He's like, of course, I'm the CEO. I have to know about all that stuff. But he's like, but that's not what I'm doing. And I think that that's a lot of stuff for Facebook. Like, does he know what's going on? Sure. But he's got people for that now. Or at least he should, for fuck's sakes. And then that got me thinking about Tom from MySpace again. Now he just did it right. Uh-huh. He secured the bag and he bailed before shit hit the fan. And I respect it. He is now a, he's now a travel photographer, I learned yeah. over the weekend.
3: Zuckerberg had a deal worked out with Rupert Murdoch to sell Facebook for a billion dollars. you check. Okay. And then he didn't do the deal. Probably smart. And like now Facebook's over a trillion dollar market cap, but Zuckerberg looks like an aging lizard. Right. Yeah. You wonder how happy his life would have been if he just got the MySpace bag and left. Right. Tom from MySpace does nothing stressful.
2: Yeah. Find him. Fucking find him. <laughs> I spent like an hour looking for Tom from MySpace on the weekend to find out he's a travel photographer. And, and he's still experience. using
3: his old avatar photo.
2: It's the best. Tom's 50 years old. He got paid like 350 million bucks from MySpace. He's living his best life.
3: I think the problem with Facebook came when they introduced news
2: feeds. Oh, sure.
3: Because up until that point, it was just sort of a MySpace and your friends talk and show their photos but you weren't sharing uh, articles from fake newspapers and shit. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to turn Facebook into like your personal internet. And I think not realizing the implications of what type of shit are people going to say to each other and what type of content are they going to share by and large is not good.
2: Yeah, because I read, I think this was three, four years ago, I was reading something with Zach where he just said he wants to own your internet experience so that when you go on, you get your news and your weather and everything right on Facebook.
3: Right. The problem with that is that the world has become like hyper politicized and divided and shit. And so all people want to use the internet now for is shitting on each other. Mm-hmm. Like the Twitter guy, look at Jack Dorsey, man. Look at the impact of inventing Twitter. He's got like the long ass beard and the nose ring and shit now. And like, yeah. like has, has rejected capitalism. Like the people who invented these technologies, I think have to live with the outcomes of them. Sometimes that are completely unintended. Zuckerberg oh, wanted to, 100%. Zuckerberg. didn't. Yeah. He doesn't want to be the arbitrator of the world's news. Mm. A gut punch every morning. And then you have to wear 12 layers of sunscreen to go surf till your brain resets. Yeah. yeah.
2: I also thought it was interesting that specifically he cho- he chooses activities like surfing because you can't he's like I had to stop running because I kept getting lost in my own head. Oh. So so he's like so I picked up activities like surfing where it's like 100% focus on this or you will not do that activity which I thought was interesting, but it also lends into the horrible shit he's finding out every single morning in his inbox.
3: Well, and it'll be like, Oh yeah, they did another protest in Myanmar and they had all these people show up and then executed everybody who showed up. And he's like, damn, why'd we go live in Myanmar? It's like, you wanted at the time to be the world's internet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's wild. I'm looking forward to watching the the rest of it. But again, to start off this conversation, it's just inconvenient, and it's slightly inconvenient. And not, and if I've got YouTube now right on my TV, and I can watch literally anything so, I want always. Come on. Can you watch the
0: Joe Rogan podcast on Spotify, or does it exist
2: solely? No, you can on watch,
3: yet? but it's just like tiny on your phone, right? Unless you download, or you watch it on your computer. But
2: yeah, I could. i suppose, I imagine I could probably blast it to my TV somehow. I just haven't looked into it.
3: What am I, goddamn Geek
2: Squad engineer? How am I supposed to know how to do all this shit? Instead, I'll watch Mr. Beast starve himself for 30 days or whatever the fuck his latest video is. I like how every episode also comes with a learn more about
0: COVID-19 button.
3: Oh, you got to. You know what I started watching now I've quit already one day in is beard versus food or some shit? Have you heard of this? No. Mm -mm. This guy's like a professional fast eater. And he just like goes to restaurants, or like, can you finish this huge steak? And then, of course, he does. It's like, can you eat this massive breakfast? It's only been done twice in nine years. He pounds through it. It's like disgusting. If you want to watch it, it's really good.
2: So, I love that you just brought this up. The reason is that I went to high school with a guy who is making his own like independent version of those food challenges but around edmonton cool so he yeah. like goes into various restaurants and he'll be like i'll have a two pound donair please and they're like okay only <laughs> one person's ever finished it and then he'll get like a third of the way through and he's like goddamn that was a lot of donair i'm not gonna do this one.
3: Oh, he gives up oh he's not beard versus food this is my the biggest breakfast i've ever seen in 11 minutes
2: oh it's my favorite so anyway, that's a dude that I went to high school with. He actually just released a new video of doing this today. I'm very excited to watch it and I hope he fails.
3: It'd be funny to do like not impressive food challenges where you're like, I'm going to go to McDonald's and have a quarter pounder meal with a medium fries. i <laughs> going take an hour.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take an hour to like,
3: oh. <laughs> I'm going to have three donuts.
4: No, yeah, I'm gonna be the reverse.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna be the reverse Nakado avocado guy, and I'm just gonna eat like very small portions of things, be full and satiated, and put the rest away. Do
3: you know the story put the rest of the away. avocado, your check? Nope. That's a trip. You're oh,
2: gonna... I know. I know all about it.
3: You, you want to walk your check through this circus of humanity?
2: Do you know what a mukbang is, your M check? Nope. <laughs> So this dude became, uh, and feel free to jump in, Wanya, if I'm missing stuff because my Nakato avocado history is probably not as polished as it should be. This guy <laughs> just started doing food challenges on his YouTube page, and they started blowing up, like blowing up, blowing up, where he just kept doing it and getting more and more crazy until he himself too blew up. And then recently there was like a Where's Nakato avocado thing. He was missing for a while. So, yeah, he's just a YouTuber that he has these crazy, gross food challenges and he just eats and gorges. And I don't really get it, but that's he his. He started
3: thing. out as a vegan food channel. And he's like,
2: Oh, right. Fifth. That is true. Yes. Yes. yes Fight yes. and he's
3: <laughs> And then like, he quit. You know, and then he started, like, I think mukbangs. Is that the word? Yeah, mukbangs. So it's like, can you eat 12 shrimp tacos? And he eats 12 shrimp tacos but like one day he started like spazzing on air and like freaking out about his life while he was eating all his food. And then that got super popular. His shtick is like eating all his food and having emotional breakdowns all the time. And it's funny. Like, it's not funny, but it is funny, but like millions of people watch this shit. So if you go watch his stuff on YouTube, it's like part mental breakdown, but also a food challenge. And his, audience is like so toxic they always tell him off and shit it's really bizarre
2: and he he, he himself got large and one of the last videos yeah. that i watched of him he was wearing one of those like cpap machines while he was fucking eating he had oh, an
3: oxygen that can't in. be real is it I, I don't know if it's real yeah not, i just that saw that just a one picture of the last of videos. but is that like obviously that's happening, but I'm saying, is he doing this for effect?
2: Is it theater? Perhaps he is a showman after all. This is it Broadway? <laughs> <laughs> Nakado Avocado. There. We're talking about weird shit on the podcast today, Tyler. How Let's do you go. not know Nakava
3: Avocado? Your M check your brain is just sports. Well, I'm sorry, I'm looking
0: at this now.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: He is an upload. Uh, I don't know. I like this that makes- what Wanya and I spend time looking at on the internet is not mm-hmm. at all what you spend time looking at on the internet. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah nakato Avocado. At
3: the beginning of this, here's how my TV patterns have changed. I never used to watch any streaming platforms at all, right? I mostly would watch like DVDs and shit like that or sports. Then Netflix came out. Eventually I got it. Okay, fine. DVDs went away. Okay, fine. So most of your time spent watching Netflix and sports. Now, only YouTube, man. Really? Yeah, man. The only time I'm ever on cable is just for Oilers games. I don't even want Netflix. I don't even want Amazon Prime. I don't want any of this shit. I just need YouTube.
2: I, I agree with you 100%. Like, since... I don't remember when I told you I bought my new TV like a month ago, two months ago, maybe. But that one now has YouTube built into the fucking TV. Yeah, so is mine. I spend so much more time watching YouTube now that I just have it on my TV. Like yesterday was Sunday, doing a little Sunday fun day. You know, having a couple of nation beers, because why not? Why not? Why not? I just was blasting concerts all day on YouTube. And it's the best.
3: When like I go to, to another watch- person's house and I watch their YouTube, I'm like, oh, I wish this was my YouTube. 100%. But I go home to my algorithm and I click on YouTube and I'm like, that's better. It knows exactly yeah. what I like.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Thanks, YouTube knows all.
4: Ding!
2: YouTube all right. knows all. It's like, Bag Milk, do you want to watch Kendrick live in Chile? And I'm like, you know I do. You know I do.
3: Do you want to watch Nikado Avocado have a Breakdown while eating pumpkin <laughs> pies?
2: <laughs> you know i do. you know i want to watch mr beast challenge his friend to some absurd challenge in which he will throw him a hundred thousand dollars youtube
3: always asks me if i want to watch these three songs because i watch them all the time and i'll be scrolling down it's like do you want to listen to this again? like i do want to listen to that song again <laughs> i probably watch these three songs daily for a year now because it always suggests them to me i'm like you're right youtube
2: That was me with uh, Popstar by Drake when that song first Mm. came out. Specifically the video with Bieber when the Mm -hmm. video first came out. I watched that Mm -hmm. song so many times. YouTube just imagined I was in the video, I think. I love it. That is a fine track. The new DJ Khaled album, by the way, is hot garbage. Uh, There's a couple of good tunes on there, but I would generally agree.
0: Yeah. Um, I was very... It just didn't live up to the hype for me. Like, I was so excited when you kind of get like the feature list of what he's got going on there. Mm -hmm. But the one you see Drake's
2: on it, Kanye's on it, Jay Z's on it, and you're like, God damn.
0: Yeah. So, like, you see Drake's on it twice, and you're like, okay, the one song isn't that good. But then, like, oh, he starts the album with another Drake song. Like, it's probably so good. It's like a 45 second random thing, makes no sense um the song god did i was very excited for rick ross lowell wayne jay-z that Jay-Z. one's just long it's but good this, like
3: celebratory gospel shit I, I want bangers god damn yeah. it i want something yeah. that makes the bass bump
0: i love uh, bangers. way past luck with 21 savage that one's good
3: yeah uh staying part... alive or whatever that is with the eddie murphy song party all the time that's, with right. and that's that yes. i do enjoy it
2: that one's good. That's dumbly, actually I was super excited about Use this gospel with Kanye and Eminem and it's just kind of like Here,
3: You want to know something shocking? I don't really like Eminem much anymore, man. It's Neither the same that. cadence, it's yep. the same rhythm, it's the same fucking song over and over and Yo, over.
0: I was literally when I listened to that Eminem Kanye song for the first time, that is the exact thought I had. I was like he just does the same flow for every song now. Like he'll speed up for like 10 seconds and then it's the same thing. And it's like God, like reinvent yourself if you want to keep going, my guy.
3: Yeah. And like the fact that you're like able to like rattle off this rapid fire shit all the time, Eminem, and like your clever wordplay. Like, I don't know, man, old Eminem, when he was on drugs and stuff, he he was mm-hmm. telling interesting stories. It wasn't yeah. all about like puns and allegories and shit. I don't know. I don't feels know. like he know. doesn't
0: even write them anymore, though. It feels like they're all like focus grouped of like, what will Eminem fans like? And it's like, ah, like these puns and like all this stuff, like hit him with a few zingers.
3: Here's the other thing I don't like DJ Khaled's new teeth. Oh. They're enormous. <laughs> they
2: are big. They are holy big. hell.
3: He went to the VMAs and he started smiling and I was like, Jesus H what the hell is DJ Khaled got a bloody grill I, in for it. It was just his new teeth.
0: I keep forgetting to make this a button on the roadcaster. Um, but the fact that DJ Khaled now starts some of his songs by yelling real life. Does he? Oh yeah, we got. Oh yeah. That.
2: What I would say is DJ Khaled's album not nearly as good as a very similar album Calvin Harris's that came out. What was that like two weeks ago? A new Calvin Harris album. One. Yeah, Calvin Harris featuring like Twenty One Savage and all. Buster Rhymes is on it. Like, there's a bunch oh. of like big hitters on there. And download that right now. The, the Calvin, new tool. Calvin Harris album is much better.
0: Ooh. The one with Twenty One Savage is sick. New money. It starts. the New money. So good. good. Um, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. How have I
2: not seen this yet? So you got Funk wave
3: Bounces Volume Two. Wow. Is that
2: what I'm uh, for? Yep. Yep. Funk Wave Bounces.
3: Funk Wave Bounces. Remember when Calvin Harris fake dated Taylor Swift?
2: Mm-hmm. Really? Do. What was
3: that all about?
2: I don't know. I was also thinking about when Paris uh, Hilton dated Afro Jack. And he taught well, her how to DJ, now the biggest DJ in the metaverse. She had a rave in the
3: metaverse the other day, and this may be within the last year, and like 300,000 people watched it on the metaverse. Jesus. Travis Scott had a metaverse concert, and like they said over half a million people went to it or something.
2: Still huh. a bunch of little like... We people, looking people, all got trampled at his fucking metaverse concert too.
3: Yeah, you look over in virtual Wanya. I'm like an eleven foot unicorn furry <laughs> with like twelve tits and like a yeah, fur I'm like, bikini. I'm like, what up, guys? You're the Paris Hilton show too. You're like, that's what Wanya looks like in the metaverse. I wouldn't have expected that. That's what all I would right.
2: do too. I'd be extremely large, and I could fly. <laughs> We're gonna
3: multi-titted, multi-titted We're metaverse, gonna metaverse concert attendance.
2: Yeah like a cow even. What do you I do in the off season
3: there's nothing to talk about.
2: Well, I, I, was to say it.
0: Shit, so. I do really enjoy when it is just <laughs> the three of us cuz I don't do any prep and I just it just goes where it goes and and I think people like that so why not? Why not?
3: Um, Eight wrap, reviews of one star can't be wrong on
0: Apple.
2: Hmm. Amen.
0: Uh, before we wrap up shout out to Alfa Romeo, our luxury car partner here at the Nation and Cattail Crossing our preferred golf course. We had a great time there at the Oilers Nation Open. Can't wait to do fun things like that again. And I can't wait to check out Cattail again for the end of the season. Uh, Wanya bag milk. I guess we'll talk on Thursday when we're interviewing someone who is on Big Brother Canada. So we're going to fire them. We only got them for a little bit of time, but we're going to fire them questions about what it was like and all that good stuff since we talk a lot of Big Brother. So, yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to be a wrap on episode 408. Talk to everybody later.
3: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter
2: and Instagram. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.